plan and and uh, Lord, and we bless you in Jesus' name. Now, Father, I ask that you break open the bread of life for your people here today. And Lord, we want to hear from heaven so that we can be healed spiritually, physically, mentally, in every way. And we give you all the honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> and praise God. Well, the word of God transforms us. Amen. This is how you, you cannot be transformed if you don't read the word. Meditating on the word transforms you. Amen. So the word of God transforms you. In other words, it changes you. Amen. It's the word of God is powerful. Hallelujah. So the power of the word changes us and it renews us from a life that um that was just well i'm not gonna say because our lives are we okay but (laughs) when you when you submit to the word of god and allow it to change you it's no longer our thoughts or our plans our purpose we click over to god's will his plan and his purpose so it's no longer us but christ that's inside of us that's stronger and stronger every day amen so it's an inward process amen and the bible tells us to be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of our minds and it's because the when we have a renewed mind we please god if our minds are not renewed, we don't know how to please God. We can just do what we think is making him happy. We do what we think is okay. But we don't really know that what we do is pleasing God if we don't fall in line with his process, with his plan, his purpose. So, in other words, when our minds are renewed, we more easily accept what God wants us to do and it, it's not such a burden. <laughs> it's, it's not killing us to do it. Are y'all here today? Because we know that it's not our the power that we possess that's causing us to fall in line and do what God wants us to do. But it's the power of God working on the inside of us, changing us. And it's like this. You start liking what you do for God. Are y'all here? It's not so hard to obey God anymore. You know, it's it's a pleasure to do things for the Lord. Are y'all here? I didn't lose anybody already, did I? Amen. So we need this transformation. We need it for us. We need it so we don't fight against God. We need to be transformed so that we can more easily uh, take on the jobs of God and don't fight against him see a a unrenewed mind can go and witness but don't get any (laughs) don't get any fruit see when you are totally transformed uh, by the word of god there's fruit that follow you amen good fruit hallelujah and that fruit goes on and it uh it into eternity it's the eternal fruit and nothing else can do it. You know, sometimes when we think we're doing what God wants us to do, because we're doing good stuff. And that's all fine. But God wants us to not waste our time. He wants us to be busy about his business. 
And he always has a better way for us to do everything that he's ordained us to do because he's ordained it. In other words, he's already gone before us and made conditions right so that we can get his job done at a faster pace. And I think we're going to see that more more, more now since this is the Amos 9.13. He's going to exceed expectation and exceed everything that concerns the kingdom. Amen. So God wants us to obey him and stay in his, within his framework, not our own. See, sometimes we think if God told us to do so-and-so, we can just do it and get it done. But there's a way God has ordained a way for us to get everything done, amen, with ease. And then you can be proud, and there's a, a good feeling that goes along with doing what God has told us to do in his way, in his timing. And so God transforms us for a purpose. He also transforms us so that we don't partake of the world's, you know, business. You know, we're, we're not supposed to be conformed to the world. There's so many ways that we can fall in, in line with the world and, and not know it. Amen. So uh, a renewing the mind is accomplished inwardly. It's a spiritual transformation. And it's a mindset that uh, is different from the mindset that we have in everyday life. Amen. It's a good work, it, and it causes us to do good work for God. So transformation is demonstrated through our bearing fruit in every good work the bible calls it every good work and growing in the knowledge of god because see you don't grow in the knowledge of god doing things your way or my way we only grow in the knowledge of god when we do things according to god's blueprint and his pattern amen when you're transformed by the renewing of your mind there's a drawing near to god you know it's like you want more of him does anybody know what i'm talking about <laughs> you want more of him and less of the world less of when i say world i mean the things of the world like the tv the internet that kind of stuff you know those are outward uh and they're not bad things but these things uh put a gap in between us and god amen they really do so the less things that we have standing in the way the tv uh whatever it is going to different places you know it's nothing wrong with these things but what i'm saying is that when your mind is renewed in the word of god you want less of these outward things and more of god amen because it's a drawing is a drawing near that power draws and it, it's the gospel of jesus christ and a submissive attitude that keeps drawing you amen you, you know like that scripture that says like a deer pants for water that's what will be when, when you are uh, transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mindset is in a different place where you want more of God. Less of the world, less gossip, less this, less that. You know, less listening to people's opinions because other people's opinions start not to matter because there's only one opinion that matters, and that's God's opinion. Amen. So when your mind is renewed, you'll, start, you'll, you'll pay less attention to the things of on the world these small things and you pay more attention to what god is doing and you you want to do more for him in other words you stay ready 
to be a, a servant or you stay willing to do whatever it is, go wherever he says to go, do whatever he says to do. If there's a family across town that's in need, you know, when your mind is renewed, you don't mind doing it. Amen. But when with an unrenewed mind, you, unrenewed mind is selfish. You know, it's only what I need, me, I, and mine. And so this is why we need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. The word transform means to change. You can change in the form of appearance or character. Amen. You are not transformed if your character is still like the old person. Because you have a new uh, new creation, man, and you start to operate out of him. Amen. That word transform also means to alter, to convert. It really means metamorphosis or transfigure. It means transmute, overhaul, and that's what most of us need, overhaul. <laughs> I could use one now. Overhaul, it means remodel, reshape, redo, reconstruct, rebuild, rearrange, rework renew to to make new Trans, the word transform also means to be controlled not by our sinful nature to be controlled not by our sinful nature now sinful nature don't mean you in, in sin you know it means that you are a sinner i mean you you are it sin it means outward you're controlled by outward influences it could be in the mirror too much, you know. But see, most of the time when you say sinful, people think of sexual sin. But that's not what I'm saying, although it's that too. Amen. <laughs> but a sinful nature is a nature that only thinks about you. That's sin, in case we didn't know. <laughs> that's what sin is. You know, when you are catering to anything other than God and the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, pumping yourself of self-absorbance, that's all flesh. Amen. And so God wants us to change. He says we have a new nature. When you are born again, you have this new nature, but we don't cater to it or submit to it because we got a lot of flesh that has to be dealt with. Needs to be uh what's that you know we need to go into the blender or into the fire let's go there <laughs> the fire will burn off all of the dross all the stuff that you don't need when you go through the fire with god you know he's with you but he's getting rid of stuff you don't need bad attitude amen looking at the wrong stuff whatever it is you know thinking wrong you know, we're going to do whatever our minds, let, let's see, what does Joyce Meyer say? Where the mind goes, the man follows. So if you're thinking wrong, you're going to do wrong things. They don't have to be real bad things, but it's still sin to God. Amen. So if we're busy doing these kind of things, we're no good to God. That's the purpose of a, having a, a renewed mind and a, being transformed. So that we can readily be here for God. If God says go pray, 
for somebody down the street. You've got to be able to hear his voice, amen? And then you have to know that he is with you. You know, all of these things, you know, they matter. They're small things, but they matter because God cares about even the smallest things, amen? Let's go to Colossians 3. So being transformed is being controlled not by our sinful nature, but by the Spirit of God. Being controlled by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. You can't go wrong. You won't waste your time being controlled by the Spirit of God. Amen. You know, you'll, you won't make as many mistakes when you're controlled by the Spirit of God. In fact, you won't make any mistakes because God is in control. So we, we need to learn how to let God be in control of our lives and not us. Because we do good things, sometimes we think it's okay, but God can tell you these good things too. And it don't, it, it won't, you won't need so much, um, uh, so much guesswork or so much uh, stress, you know. It, see, when we do things and they turn out right, it's because God helped us, but we didn't readily hear from him. It took a while. We had to say, well, should I do this? Should I do you know, that kind of thing. And then sometimes it's a lucky faith accident. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when we listen to God, when there's nothing standing in the way of us and God, it's like A, B, C. Amen. And nothing missing, nothing broken. It's kind of like that. Amen. Colossians 3, verse 10. <clears throat> and it says, and have put on, well, let me just read 9. Do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man with his deeds. See, those little things like that, you didn't go and kill anybody, and you didn't go and, and sleep with anybody, but God is calling a lie something that's from the old nature. And if we're born again, we shouldn't do this. So that's, this is why we need a renewed mind, because it's still sin to God. Amen? You know those little lies. And so this is what it's talking about. And it says, uh, it's from the put off the old man with his deeds in verse 10 says and have and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge see there's more knowledge when you operate out of the spirit of God according to the image of him who created him so this is the new man it's just so much easier to operate out of the new man but you can't do it if your mind is not renewed amen because your own nature will pop up if you stay away from the Bible three or four days. That old nature, hear it, and you say, oh, wow, there that is again. I thought I was delivered. <laughs> and so you have to keep that thing at bay. And you do that with the Word of God. Amen? Meditating on the Word of God. And then you go to a higher realm of knowledge. Because, see, this is all has to do with knowledge humility, uh, wisdom, and uh, what's that other one? Revelation. All of that comes from a submitted attitude toward God. Amen? You can't operate out of this, these things, you know, revelation, knowledge, wisdom. You can't operate out of that with a carnal mind. Now, see, what the devil will do is make you think you're operating out of that. It ain't that. <laughs> it's not that. 
operating out of uh, God's wisdom and God's revelation is something totally different. Now, I'm not saying things can't turn out good because I operated out of my carnal mind all the time when I was in, um, you know, a different traditional religious setting. Because I I only knew God up to a point and I did the best I knew how to do on my own. And I do know that the Holy Spirit will step in there sometime and help me. You know what I'm saying? Because you know when you pray, God answers. And he answers according to your heart. But it's when I became spirit-filled and I just gave everything over to Christ and I started to renew my mind in the Word of God, things came so much more clearer. You know what I'm saying? Quicker. You know, uh, situations changed. See, you, you, you can't beat, um, you know, having a transformed mind, a renewed mind, because you can hear God more clearly. You understand what God is doing. Amen. You know, sometimes, you know, God will just let you keep thinking that you're on the ball and you're doing everything right. And everybody will know except you that you're operating out of error because you cannot operate in the spirit realm with a carnal mind are y'all here today amen let's go to second corinthians 4 it pays to renew your mind in the word of god you cannot go wrong it's like what do you have to lose nothing second corinthians 4 verse 16 and it says therefore we do not lose heart even though our outward man is perishing. Isn't that good news? Your outward man is perishing. It says, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Amen. So in other words, you're hooked up to God when you stay with the word. You stay hooked into God. And you'll stay with the stay with the stay with the word. You'll stay hooked up to God, and whatever comes your way, God gives you a way out of anything that you the devil sets for you. Amen. Because you stay hooked up to God. Amen. Did I read what I was supposed to read? Verse sixteen. Yeah. You know. So don't lose heart. And it says, um, even though our outward man is perishing, our inward man is being renewed day by day. And then it goes on to talk about light afflictions because they're coming. <laughs> so <clears throat> I take this to mean that you can't even deal with afflictions that come your way with a carnal mind. Because a carnal mind, what does it do when you have problems? makes everything seem so much worse. But it, and you start to operate out of the flesh. You don't see things... Um, like God sees them, that there's an answer. But there's an answer to all of these situations that happen. But with a carnal mind, you think everything's bad. You get symptoms. You're never going to get healed. You know, everything's just bad. But if you operate out of a spirit-led mind, out of your new nature, a new creation mind, you all praise the Lord. I'm healed in Jesus' name, even if you feel like crap. <laughs> you can feel like crap, but you know you are healed. See, that's the difference in an a, a unregenerated mind 
and the mind of Christ. Christ, you know, he went to sleep on the pillar during a storm. He don't see any problems. Amen. And this is why Matthew, it, it says, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will take care of itself. It's because Jesus don't see problems. And if we, get our, yeah, and if we get our minds renewed in the word of God, we won't see problems. All we see is answers. Amen. All we see is, you know, the, the ending of what's going on but with a carnal mind you'd be all over the place amen now i'm not gonna say things won't concern you because they will you know things do concern us but being concerned and being full of fear and defeat is two different things you understand what i'm saying sometimes it comes a place where you know you got to beat the devil up jump on him with two feet and go into warfare amen but, you know, if that's the case, you'll do it. And you have the power to do it. Get the devil beat up. Get him off of you or whoever you're praying for. But you don't, you know, when, when you have a carnal mind, you don't even use your spiritual power. Because you just lay down and take it. Because you think either you deserve it, you know. And then here comes the condemnation devil telling you you do. And then, you know, you need a spiritual mind, so you make the devil get up off of you and say, no, I, I'm, I'm not guilty. Amen? Yeah, I did. I, I repented for that, and I'm not guilty. See, you, a carnal mind will say, and then go around being mad at everybody because you're in a bad mood and you feel like God is paying you back for something. That's a carnal mind. Amen? But a, a, a transformed mind says you know what god i just thank you for the victory you know you know and you don't even think about what you did wrong last month because you've already repented amen now if you didn't repent you got a carnal mind repent and keep moving amen you know don't not repent because you don't you ain't guilty you know or god's grace is gonna god's grace don't cover repentance you have to repent amen and be responsible for it you know and so you have to do these things but once you you repented god is good with you and so all you do is receive his forgiveness receive his power you know receive his victory and you beat the devil up and tell him you know you're not getting away with this i'm not letting you get away with this you know i'm supposed to have money I'm supposed to have victory, you know, and I'm not laying down on this one. You make him get off of you and anybody that's in your family, amen? You get him off of your people in, the, in your family. And see, an unrenewed mind, a carnal mind will get you in trouble all the time. This is why it's so important to be transformed, amen, from the inside out, transformed, amen. So our way won't work in life. Our way doesn't work in life only the will of god because it's our destiny it's our destiny to follow god we're made in his image it's our why would god make us in his image call him, himself our father and then give authority to some other entity it makes no sense and so he is our father he created us he doesn't make mistakes and he says that we have victory. He's given us victory over the works of the enemy, over the works of darkness. And so a, a, a renewed mind will hold on to that 
and fight the devil with what God has already done with what God see a lot of times an unrenewed mind keeps asking for what they've already been given you know what I'm saying and so when you have a renewed mind you know what's yours and you take take it by force the violent take it see you can't take nothing by force if you don't know you already have it and it's yours you know if you're feeling like a thief all the time and you don't fight for things you just stand around and, and get the crumbs but when you know what god has given you you know your rights in other words you know your rights in the kingdom because this is my town it's kind of like that and i rule this and i know what i'm supposed to have i know victory is mine and when you know these things you start to operate out of them but a carnal mind will fold up as it the minute opposition comes a carnal mind go back up well maybe god didn't say it when you start thinking maybe god didn't tell you that that's the carnal mind that's that's talking to you and so you have to get that carnal mind you got to make it shut up amen and you need to listen to the spirit and you can't do it with a car that's why we need to be transformed that's why our our we need to have um a renewed mind a renewed mind will not uh lead you astray amen it says in um romans 12 1 if you go there it talks about it being our reasonable service amen what's our reasonable service to obey god and to and to do the works of him that sent us while it is yet day it is our reasonable service amen hallelujah let's read 12:1 in romans it says i beseech you beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable to god which is your reasonable service so it's talking here about presenting your body is is a living sacrifice holy and acceptable and you cannot do that with a carnal mind if you're into carnality if you have a carnal mind you cannot present your body as a living sacrifice amen amen it's your reasonable service to make a decision to live totally for god with without defeat it's our reasonable service to do whatever it is that god wants us to do to, to renew your mind to not be conformed to the world you know to save yourself for god and for his service you know it's reasonable in other words god's not asking you to go jump into a fire like shadrach meshach and abednego that's already been done you know <laughs> amen but he is saying that you know it's uh, it's not asking too much for us to work for him amen to obey him and to stretch ourselves a little more to accomplish his goal in life amen and and of course god wants us to preach the gospel save souls be a soul winner it's not it's not hard and so god wants us to do these things for him without defeat amen so we no longer offer up animal sacrifice like in the old testament but we offer up living sacrifices amen and that's offering up ourselves to him living sacrifice offering us up to him our bodies 
up to him because that that's who we are that's all that we really have that god looks as pure amen pure and and whatever this scripture said what is what did it say um yeah holy amen holy and acceptable to god and it's our reasonable service and so god wants us to offer ourselves up to him amen and i'm thankful i don't have to go skin a cow or a goat and offer it up it's so much easier to just stay repentant and offer yourself up amen it's so much easier so much less stress could you imagine dragging uh no not ginger (laughs) coco how about coco he's a lot fatter (laughs) but you know don't don't mess with my ginger look uh, raymond back there laughing he liked that yeah take ginger take him off my hands ginger he loved that one but you know (laughs) see now (laughs) i didn't like it because raymond liked that idea (laughs) He loved that idea of sacrificing ginger on the altar. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Somebody has to fight for ginger. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I know her little ears are tingling. They're talking. Daddy talking about me. <laughs> Daddy wants to offer me up. <laughs> yeah. But the Bible says all that we are, we offer it to God on a daily basis. You know, we don't do this once a month and talk about it forever. Oh, you know, I led somebody to the Lord. And, hey, it's a new day and a new dawning. Every day there's something else to do. Amen. Because there's so many souls that need it, need to be. Uh, Nola was telling me about uh, this truck that flipped over three times his family was in there and she went she was the first person on the scene because her school bus was there and she helped the people prayed for him and helped get him out the car and you know it was such a ordeal but this is what the lord is saying i got another job for you to do you see what i'm saying so it's no time to bask in that because accidents happen every day he's gonna put you in you know in that position but see god has his people dispatched everywhere you know what i'm saying not that we that's the best feeling in the world is to be where god wants you and but what i'm saying is is other stuff coming and so this is why i'm saying we have to have a renewed mind so we'll be on the alert be ready to do the job that god gives us to do because this stuff happening every single day that's why god wants a daily this is what i'm trying to say a daily sacrifice you know what i'm saying because he needs us to work for him daily stay ready you know keep your mindset clean and ready and stay you know be on the on guard and on call kind of like being on call so you can do the work of god and it's just such a good feeling when you can you know do god i mean it's nothing else i bet nothing else that day match that right nothing else see see when you do the work of god there's a feeling like no other like you've really accomplished something because you accomplished something in the spirit realm amen 
And so this is why we have to be daily ready because, you know, the, the world is getting darker and darker. But you know what? I This is what a lot of people harp on, that a lot of good Christian people. But I'm seeing, and I know you are, are too, we're seeing, the, I believe, the greatest move of God. People are, you know, people are coming out of the closet, Christians. <laughs> Everybody else is out. But the Christians are coming out too, and they're, amen, and they're doing great works, amen, just like that. It's, it's great work, a lot of greatness to be done, and it's, it's the work of God, and this God wants his people. Now, see, if you were in a bar somewhere, you wouldn't have been really parked your bus on the side of the road. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? See, God needs his people out there ready to do everything amen that he's called us to do because if we don't do it who else is going to do it amen people are always somewhere doing the wrong thing but he needs his people and i believe he has them dispatched in the right place at the right time amen so let's go Romans. let's read uh, verse two it says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good, uh, what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So in other words, by us renewing our minds, we, it's, the Bible says we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So it sounds to me that we need to have renewed minds so that we'll know what god's will is what his will is for us amen every day daily we're supposed to pick up our cross and follow him so that we can uh how can i so that we can um subdue the enemy in this world and do kingdom works kingdom works and so you can't be about God's business doing other things, you know. But we are supposed to daily carry our cross. And so um, reasonable can mean pertaining to reason. Like preach the gospel, that's reasonable, you know, in responding to God's mercy and love. So we respond to God's mercy and his love by doing something for him, giving to him because he gives to us. Amen. And it's a reasonable service. Uh, I hope I'm explaining that the way I feel like I understand it. It's a reasonable service. So no longer offer up anything but ourselves. It's so wonderful that God will accept us. <laughs> Amen. So we commit ourselves to God as an act of worship and service to him. We commit us. Amen. And it's, it, to me, it's such a good deal. I mean, if, it's not really a deal, but if you look at it like that, I'd rather so much uh, offer myself up than I have to do other things, you know, like in the Old Testament, you know. And so it's just such a, a, a good thing that God will allow us to offer ourselves. Amen. So it says, God will for us uh, allow us to, to, let's see, I'm reading the wrong thing. Okay. And we prove that with a renewed mind, 
We cannot, we have to conform. If we don't conform, I mean, we, we must not conform. If we don't get transformed by the renewing of our mind, the opposite end of the spectrum is conforming to the world. And if we conform to the world, we cannot do any works for God. Amen. That's what I'm trying to say. We'll do things the world's way. Amen. So that word conform, it says be not conform. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, conformed is an outside uh, influence. It's an outside in. No, we talked about being transformed is inside out. So being conformed is an outside in situation. In other words, allowing the world to pressure us to be like them. Amen. So it's an outside influence. It's an outside pressure. And we must put our lives in the hand of God, not in the hands of the world. And trust him to change us or transform us from the inside out by renewing our minds. We must have renewed minds. That word renewal means renovation or restoration. Reconstruction. Reconstruction. Reestablishment. It also means repair of something or overhaul, rebuilding, redevelopment, or being made new. So in other words, whatever previously occupied your mind, something new and godly has to replace it. Amen. And so when, and that's such a good thing when you get renewed. When you get renewed, you know it because you have fruit. Fruit follows restoration or renewal. You have fruit. And if this fruit, the devil can't destroy it. He can't duplicate it. He can't do anything about your fruit. Amen. Can't hold it back. When fruit is there, it's there. But it only comes out of a renewed spirit and a new heart and a new mind. I believe everything changes on the inside. Not at once. But uh, I believe that your heart change, not only your mind, but your heart, your want to be. You don't, you don't desire some things. You don't go to places you used to want to go. It doesn't bug you to be different. Amen. Want to be everybody's friend. Stick up for everybody. You know, that's not what God's about. Amen. You know, if, if something's bad, it's bad. We don't have to say anything, you know, voice it, you know. But I'm saying you have to know when to leave things alone, you know, and not get involved in, in things. We're still working on it. I know. Me too. But, you know, we have to, when you have a renewed mind, you're not so concerned about petty things. That's what I'm saying. You know, you know how you don't want to get involved in, in some things. And so everything godly and new, even old thoughts, old, old expectations, I believe we're supposed to let those go and allow God to bring them back to us, you know, amen. And so when you have a renewed mind, you just don't think past what God is not doing. Uh, I want to say past yesterday, but I know we go back. 
but you know these things in the past don't bug you anymore amen old because old things have passed away second corinthians are we in second corinthians let's go back there to five we were in we were in four so let's go to second corinthians five verse 17 you know the verse it says therefore if anyone is in christ he's a new creation all things have passed away behold all things all things have become new new and unused fresh novel amen the form it has a form of quality to it so all things that you get involved with has a form of quality to them not nothing you know nothing below whatever you might call it i don't want to say ghetto and all of that but you know what i mean but you don't get involved in those things because you have a changed heart you have a changed life amen and your your morals and your spiritual vision have been adjusted where you just don't see things like that anymore you know and then you know how it is when you have a renewed mind you can tell when you're not the same because you be around you go maybe around family members or somebody like that and they talking that wrong stuff and it's just you don't want to be around it because that's not in here anymore amen because god's done a work and so it's just you know you just really want to either slay that thing or leave <laughs> And so that's why some people, family members say, well, they, 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 they don't have anything to do with me. It's because you're too, you too rough, you know. So then you pray for household salvation. Amen. You pray for change. But your, your spiritual vision has, has broadened, and you just don't want the, the minor things. You, you major on the major things, not the minor things. I'm going to say that. <laughs> it's a change of heart. And it's a change of life, you know, and, and your moral view has changed, you know, and maybe where you didn't believe it didn't bother you so much for to see people in low cut things. Now it bugs you, you know, because of your moral standpoint. And, and we all need to have that. You know, we need to stop just letting stuff be okay because it's not okay. Amen. And we need to speak up and say something. Amen. So let's go to Titus 3. And I'm going to try to find it. Titus 3, verse 5. Now, let me go into four. It says, but when the kindness and the love of God, our Savior, toward man appears, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So when you are transformed, it's, it's not a work of of, of righteousness within us but it's a it's really a work 
and a renewing and a regeneration of the Holy Ghost. So it's the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in there working on us. Amen. We submit to him and he works on the inside. We give him permission to work on us internally. Amen. And so he washes and regenerates and renews. Amen. So this is a spiritual situation. It's not car it's not it has nothing to do with the carnal realm like making yourself not say things or making yourself you know, this has nothing to do with us. It's not a, a carnal work, but it's a spiritual work. Amen. And it's an inner working. So when you are conformed by the world, that's the outer working. That's the only thing I wanted to remind you, it's the outer working. It's outside invading the inside. But when it's a trans, when you're being transformed, that renewal is inside out. And it's a Holy Spirit work. Amen. It's the Holy Spirit working on the inside out. So if you look at it like this, it's two different spectrums (laughs) coming from two different places. And they're bound to clash if we don't stay in the spirit realm or you're going to give in to one. It's kind of like money, mass, two masters. You're going to love one, hate the other. You're going to love the world and hate the spiritual things. Most people say, no, I'm going to stay. I read my Bible. You're going to love the world and hate. <laughs> That's how it's done. A lot of people think that it's going to work that way. It doesn't work that way. Amen. It just doesn't. I wrote something when I was thinking, um, I wrote something down that would be appropriate for now, but I don't know where I wrote it. But it's it's something like uh, the people don't receive the glory from the from the outside. You know, the spiritual gifts don't happen from the outside. They happen from the inside out. You can't find anything in the natural realm that's going to help you in the spirit realm. It all has to come from God and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And being, you know, what you've been, um, you know, what you've been exposed to. Or what what have you exposed yourself to? Have you exposed yourself to the word? Have 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 you exposed yourself to a relationship with the Lord? You know, have you spent time with the Holy Spirit? You know, it's all about, it's an inward work. And it, and anything on the outside will, uh, will contaminate, so to speak, if you don't keep, keep staying in the right vein and in the right, right spirit. Amen. So let's go to Ephesians 4. And we'll talk a little bit more about being transformed. Hmm. I'm still looking. <laughs> Somebody better praise him. Raise him and raise him. Okay. 
Ephesians 4.22. And let's see, what are we talking about here? 4.22, it says that you put off the old man or put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt see this is why i was saying you don't need any outside interference because it's corruption it grows corrupt according to the deceitfulness of lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man which was created according to god is true in true righteousness and holiness amen so we are righteous people amen we are righteous but see we get a get that flesh that that's not been subdued and and it can just throw us right back over into the fire the wrong fire (laughs) the strange fire we get involved with that But we need to, this is why it's a daily walk. It's a daily uh, thing. You can't go and visit, you know, when you want to, when you get in trouble. You have to stay with God. Amen. And not be led by your feelings or your flesh. See, how we feel is connected to what, how we think. And we can't be led by our feelings. But we need to get the right mindset. And set our minds like a clock toward things. Set our mind towards things that are above, not below, on the earth or in the earth. So how do we set our minds? By thinking on things above. You just, you just make a decision that you're not going to get involved in certain things. That you're going to you know, read your word. That you're just going to, you know, walk above natural circumstances. Stay with God, you know. You can actually put that into motion by your will. Amen. The things above. Good, lovely, pure, good report. Thank worthy. Praiseworthy. And when you feel yourself complaining too much or, you know... I catch myself all the time. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Got a headache, got this guy. When you catch yourself doing that, you can purpose in your heart to stop yourself and don't let it go any further. Amen. You have to monitor what goes on on the inside of you or monitor your outer surroundings by not being around certain folks. Not doing certain things. Because mm-hmm. it starts in your mind. Mm-hmm. In different influence, TV, internet. New, you know, sometimes I find myself, I have to put Facebook to a minimum. It'll consume your whole day if you let it. <laughs> Amen. Not that it's bad stuff on there, but you're going to run across some nutcase that'll put something stupid on there and then blind you for a few days. So you have to take a rest from that, you know, and start deleting some of these people to put dirty stuff up there, you know. I didn't know how to delete people. I asked Pastor Barb, how you delete people? She said, it's a button on there. You can delete them. I said, you know, this was a while back, and I started using it. 
because people will put on some filthy stuff on purpose, on purpose to get that in your spirit. Because you see, your your eyes are like camera lenses, and they click click. And then when <laughs> you're trying to do something for God, there's that little picture playing in your brain. And so you have to stop. You you just have to put your foot down and be determined in your heart of what you want from God. And it's because he loves you so much and he's done so much for us. We want to please him. It's not all about what we want, what more we want. He gave us life. We're healthy. Amen. So show him some appreciation. Amen. And say, God, I want to do what you want. You know, I, I guess, and then people say, well, she's just old. But no, I made this decision when I was in my 40s. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And that ain't old. <laughs> Nowadays, six, 60 is the new 40. Hey, for all y'all that don't know. <laughs> Cicely Tyson look, was 91. She looks in her 60s. Somebody labeled her. Yeah, I said, I say, Cicely ain't been around that, but you know, that's just between us. I said, now somebody, if she, she done forgot how old she is, but she ain't 91. But she's somewhere in her 80s, you know, but she looks good. Yeah. And so you have to keep up with what's going on. Amen. So it's not about age. It's not about uh, she old. That's all she think about. It's not about, it's about making a decision to do what's right. Amen. Hallelujah. Making a decision to follow God. Making a decision to give your life to him. So out of that comes something better for a lot, whole lot of people. Amen. It's, it's an unselfish act when you give yourself over to the Lord. Amen. Not that we're great. We're supposed to do it. Amen. It's our reasonable service. <laughs> it's reasonable. Amen. But we have to keep our thinking geared towards the plan and purposes of God. Amen. And do the will of God without compromise. And that's what we're talking about, compromise. Because there's nothing else to do. Nothing else to do. Romans 12, 1, we already read it, but it said it's our reasonable service. In other words, it's our loyal service. If you're loyal to God, you do what he wants you to do. Because he does so much more for us. Amen. In other words, you have to make a radical decision not to allow the world to pressure you or squeeze you in, into a, a, a their mold. Amen. It's kind of like, you, you know, Republican versus Democrat. You know, they try to persuade you to be this or that. And you say, no, I'm, I'm, I have a moral standpoint, and I'm not going the liberal way. It's kind of like that, you know. But, you, but uh, people say they're Christians, but they're liberal. It's just no way. That's compromise. And so, in other words, I'm just using it as, a, as an example to say you cannot compromise when it comes to the things of God. Take a stand and stay there. Amen. Hallelujah. Because it's not just about us, it's about God. Amen. So we make a radical decision so that the world's pressures won't victimize, because it's being victimized. It, it, and that's what it is. It's being, you're being victimized 
when you're pressed and squeezed into a mold or into uh, a way of life that you really don't really want, you really don't agree with. But the world wants you to make a choice, the wrong choice, because the more people that can, more Christians that we can get, the devil can get compromised, and the better it is, because he'll he'll sway somebody, a new convert, the wrong way. Amen. Because they watch. Amen. So if we're not changed, if we're not changed, we won't drift towards holiness. See, this is that's what I wrote down. Nobody drifts toward holiness. You drift away from it. Amen. If you're not transformed. Have to be transformed. There's no way you can compromise and drift towards holiness. Not gonna work. It may it may work for a couple seasons. Amen. And then you're sitting up believing something that's not real, thinking it's real and it's not. Amen. But if you're not conformed in your mind and in your heart, you will drift away from holiness, not toward it. And you and the devil will keep telling you you're okay and you're, you're, you know, I'm still serving God. And I'm, yeah, you're doing all those motions. You're doing the, you're making the motions. But how's your heart holding out? Amen. Amen. So you have to drift toward, toward Him. And that's only if you have a, you've been uh, transformed in the renewing of your mind. Transformation is the fulfillment of the glory of God. And that's nothing wrong with being transformed by the renewing of your mind. So stay focused on truth. And see, truth, <clears throat> it's important to stay focused on truth because when your mind is transformed, here comes the devil trying to change your mind again. And he'll he'll have something that's so close to the line, it'll sound like, oh, that's the same thing you believe in. And that's what he'll say. It's the same thing, and it's not the same thing. And, and if you uh, un, unrenewed mind will think it's the same thing, and it's not that serious. And we're believing this to be God, and it doesn't matter. <clears throat> if it's not God, it won't work. And so you, in other words, you can't make things the way you want them so that you can say you're okay. You have to be really okay. <laughs> and the only way you can really be okay is to stand for purity and have more a moral standpoint and stand on it. And don't let these things slide. I don't care who's messing up. You know, our family members mess up and our kids but you don't change. You don't cross the line. Amen. You stand for purity. You, not that we're perfect. We're not. We mess up. We make, you know, we mess up every day. But we don't purposely mess up. And when we do, we're not so arrogant that we don't go to God and repent and keep moving with him. Amen. Amen. But I'm telling you, when your mind is renewed, you, you, your mess-ups, will that list will be shorter and shorter. That mess-up list will be short because you're in the will of God. Amen. You're looking at things through the eyes of Christ. And there's nothing too hard for you. You're not afraid of anything and you're not running from anything. But you have to be fully persuaded. 
that God is your source and see the world is not. And this is what causes us to come compromise and be conformed because the world wants to convince us that it has everything that you need. Well, my job, my job is just something that God gave you to pay your bills, but you don't live out of your, your you don't live out of your job. Are y'all here? You live out of the abundance of God that's in your heart. That's what you live out of. You don't see because if, if the devil, and this is how the devil get a lot of Christians to to go over to the worldly side through the job. But you can take the job and not not uh, receive that worldly security because that's what we're all looking for: is security. Our security is in God. Amen. In other words, God is our source, not our job, not the world. Nothing that the world has is our security. And that doesn't mean you don't care about the job. You have to do I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you know in whom you're believing. Because you believed him for that job. He got you where you are. Amen. He wants you to be there. <laughs> See, carnal minds always receive stuff the wrong way. Because you got a carnal mind. You need to renew it in the word of God. You know, Jesus preached all the time. The Pharisees didn't know what the heck he was talking about because they had carnal minds. They don't, the carnal mind don't receive spiritual things. It's, it's always looking at things in the natural and black and white. God is your source. I don't care where you work. Amen. And your job is not your source. God is your source. Amen. Because he keeps that place open because you're there. <laughs> he got the place jumping because of you. Because you're there. You know, you ever wonder why this is what Tony was saying the other day. Something about some hotel. He was talking to somebody. He was telling me I was half listening. But what I heard him say was, well, you know, we shut them down everywhere we go. We shut them down. But that's true. It's open because you're there. And when you get done with it, it's going to shut down. Because that's, that. Uh, yeah, did I lose some people? <laughs> did I lose anybody? But that's an example. God has your job operating as well as it is because of you. Amen. Amen. He wanted you promoted in that place. That's why it's doing so well. If that place needs you, you don't need it. That's all I'm saying. All I'm trying to say. <laughs> they need you. You don't need it. And you know, and I was, I was uh, a Baptist, but some kind of way God showed me that. And <laughs> I used to feel that way. And I didn't have much of a position, but, you know, I was up in there with people that had degrees. I didn't have one. But I knew God put me there, and I knew anything. I was there until I wanted to leave. And couldn't nobody chase me out of there. And, and you know, and I would leave and tell some kind of story. And they would say, oh, for real? I said, mm. I was moving on to bigger and better things. But I was there until I was ready to go. And God opened that door for me. And I'm telling you, everywhere, every, everywhere I went, they shut down. When I left, but it was prospering when I was there. 
but that, you know, every place that your foot tread, you know, God will give you that place. Hey, that place belonged to me. And you should feel like that. You should never feel like your job is go, trying to get rid of you. Because you're running that stuff up in there. And, and I'm t- not that you're arrogant and, and out of order. But it's because you are there that that place is blessed. Amen. Amen. That's how this works. And when God gets ready to move you on, you know, if these if you've made an impact on this place i believe it will continue to to operate and if and if they've been naughty people they will get spanked but you know you leave a place when you get ready god has you there for a purpose to change lives but that place is not that place is not uh controlling you you know or that that place needs you you don't need it that's all i'm trying to say amen so the holy spirit is a renewal agent in other words the holy spirit and the word will renew us it renews us so i'm calling it a renewal agent amen amen so if the holy spirit and the word that's two agents is renewing us then two actions have to follow renewal and transformation follows those two the holy spirit did I mess that one up? Well, that was my that was my interpretation of it. Holy Spirit and the Word, two agents, two actions, renewal and transformation. Are y'all here today? So don't try to leave the Holy Spirit out. That's all I'm trying to say, because He's doing an inward work in all of us. Hallelujah! He's there at your job, <coughs> helping you every day. Hallelujah. John 10.10, if you write that down, of course, it says Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And so what do I mean by that? So to the Spirit, because he's constantly trying to get you to sow to the world. You know, so to the Spirit. You know, he's constantly, the devil's constantly trying to get you to conform to the world's temptations. And so to the flesh, but so so to the Spirit. If you sow to the spirit, the Bible says you won't reap the lust of the flesh. So so always sow to the spirit because the Holy Spirit is working mightily in our lives to to, uh, transform us and to um, make us a better us. You know, a a us that God can use daily. Amen. A, A us that God can be proud of. Galatians 6, 8 says, he who sows to the, what did I read? read? Let's go there, Galatians. I'm not sure what that says. I think it says, he reaps everlasting life. Galatians 6, 8, and that'll be the last scripture. (coughs) It's right in front of, well, just push the button. (laughs) Galatians 6, 8. It says, for he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. So in other words, don't sow love. Amen. Not discouragement. Sow, sow the good things. You know. Sow to the spirit. Sow prayers. Sow kindness gentleness meekness all of those things quit sowing discord 
It won't get you nowhere. You so discord is coming back to you. Let's see, where is that? Because it says, uh, go back, if you don't believe me, into verse 7. Do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever man sow, he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. Amen. And then I'm just going to go on to verse 9. It says, let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season, we will reap if we don't lose heart. You'll reap the good stuff. In due, this is due season. Amen. I'm receiving that. In Jesus' name. Ephesians 3.20, exceedingly and abundantly, above all you can ever ask or think. That's where we are. I don't know where y'all are. I know where I am. I'm trying to receive everything that I can get from God. Amen. So, you know, don't sow discord. Don't sow. You know, we all did that when we didn't know any better. But mature Christians don't do that anymore. Amen. And don't be weary about doing something good. Well, when is it going to be my turn? Never with that attitude. It ain't coming. <laughs> you already, you already partying with your, you know, with your arrogance. Amen. Well, monitor what you allow to come on the in, get on the inside of you. Amen. <clears throat> because these things influence us. These, the slightest thing. Amen. It's good to, I was thinking about Sandy Brown this week a couple times. I don't know why, but, you know, I was thinking about how she would go into a room and just for three days and do bread and water and, and just get with God. That's a good thing. You don't have to wait till you sit. I was thinking about it. And I said, this is a good thing to just do all the time. I mean, you know, once every six months or, you know, giving yourself a communion and, you know, it's get quiet time. It's a good time to get with God and to find out what he wants us to do. Amen. All right. So we're going to stop. Father, we just thank you. And we praise you. We thank you for your word, Lord. Whoa.